0: I'm looking at your thing. He goes, well, you're stalking my profile. I said, no, not really stalking. Just check it out to see if you're a fucking bot. And I still am not convinced you're not. Jesus Christ. This sounds like a lot of time spent. How old are you? What are you, 54? I'm 54 years. Dude, it's coronavirus quarantine. I got nothing but time on my hands. Fuck off. I guarantee
1: it. By the time you're 60, you're going to be picking fights with plastic bags on the street.
0: I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast.
1: Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. So you wrote. Wait a minute. Wait before before we get into that. Oh,
0: before we get into what you I, we wrote, we need
1: to talk about something more important. The okay, real what's more pressing
0: important? topic. All right, here's your pressing topic. What do you think of my beard? I think your beard—it's a little spotty. Yeah. Like like a Mexican fifteen-year-old. Oh, but it still that's... looks pretty good. See, I was gonna say like uh like
1: an Ashkenazi Jew fifteen year old, but yeah. Okay, same fair thing. enough. Yeah, yeah. either
0: it's same same difference. A little spotty, but it but it does you actually look kinda sexy. I have it's to not admit bad, it. right? A, it's it's kinda you know it looks pretty fucking good. It's yeah It's not bad. Yeah,
1: and I ask because you know, this is like the dumbest time to be growing a beard because we're supposed to be wearing masks well, and the C D C is like beards. Yeah, I know, I saw that, know, that in your uh yeah, post it notes, it made me laugh. Yeah. But like, and I didn't plan to grow the beard. I just, you know, I got, um, came home. From you to got work, lazy. You know, You got lazy, and I was like, I'm just gonna. No, here's where I'm lazy. I'm lazy because I don't put my contacts in. I've put my contacts in since March 10th or whenever the hell I came home.
0: Yeah, to work. So you from can't home. see anything ever. Well,
1: I, I don't need them. My sight so is So that's good why enough. you
0: think it. That's why you think it looks so good. No, because I because you can it can't it even see yourself. Here. Here. Okay, I can All see right.
1: myself fine. But here's why it looks great on camera. This beard, in all two settings, really good on camera. Yeah, it looks in real life though because it is patchy. I I mean, I've got I've got to let it fill out and grow a bit. But there's, we'll. I'm really curious now just to see because this is the longest I've ever gone. It's about a month.
0: It looks pretty good. Longest I've ever. I'm not arguing. So I'm seeing. You've got the neck neck shaved, so you've got a nice line there. It's not. You're shaving your neck.
1: Yeah, but like just a little bit, so I don't look too like. You know what's always bothered me about beards is the fucking, (laughs) the beard dye kits like at Walgreens. Oh God, those guys' beards look so unnatural because they're like so perfect. The thing is,
0: I've got a dude. I've got a a Joe who's one of my uh, my security officers. He's a supervisor at uh, the Wild Wild West. And he's a bald guy who has a goatee. He likes the goatee, sure. right? Yep. When I grew my beard, he decided he wanted to grow his beard. And this guy's like uh, forty-five, forty-six years old. Okay. Well, he's got he's got silver in his beard. Yeah. Well, he's not to the point where he's willing to just embrace that he's a fu- he's becoming an old dude. Oh no. And so and so he, you know, for a while he grew it and I just kept telling him, Man, the gray looks sexy and he's looking great. And then all of a sudden I come in, he's shaved the sides, it's a goatee, and he's colored it just coal black. Just, yeah. And I went, and he looks so fake. He looks, looks like, like a cartoon bad guy. On. Yeah, that's exactly what it yeah. looks like. And uh see and you so grow, grow like, a great beard. You can grow a, a great beard. beard. But I like my salt and pepper. I love yeah. it. Well,
1: it that's looks part of cool it. Cool as yeah. shit. But like, it fills in right. I don't know what it feels. I've yeah. I've never felt your beard. Um, I'd like to next time but you, you grow you a beard. Thought about it. Yeah. 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 You thought about it. Yeah. Well, because oh, yeah. that's a whole. I, I mean, i <laughs> my my dad can grow a great beard. Um. Yeah. And when we were yes, kids, he, he would he would grow a beard every now and again. Like he would go on like a week long camping trip with his buddies and then come sure. back and he'd have a beard. Yeah. And I love you know I love playing I loved playing with his beard right and yeah. now Harry. Has like he likes, he likes playing, playing with, with your my beard. beard? Yeah, it's um, fun. It is fun. So like the part of the beard, like like I said, I'm gonna see how this thing grows out and like how it lays and how I can brush it and trim it or whatever to yeah. see what it actually becomes. Um, but also like the feel of it, like that's a big part of the beard experience. So it to works. know for sure how good your beard is, I need to run my fingers through it.
0: All right. Well, next time I grow one, I will make sure, make a point. Uh, like I said, unfortunately this. Past weekend was the weekend that I was coming to Chicago, yeah. which of course, why would I go to Chicago right now so I could sit in an Airbnb and jerk off? Which, what's the point? There's nothing open. I mean, and you could also COVID 19 come on.
1: You could come to our place like originally planned because we just bought Harry a slide. And yeah, you guys would have well, had a blast on that thing. I
0: understand that. But the last time, but before when, before I canceled my trip, your wife and Harry both had fevers. That's so true. I'm really not <laughs> coming true. to your fucking house to be quarantined true. with your feverish wife and your fucking sick child. I'm really <laughs> not. And then coming home to my wife. It's really not a great plan. You know what, they I'm here's, just saying.
1: Here's the thing about a sick family. Um, they're so sweet. <laughs> like, when Harry had his fever, this is this is terrible, but when he had his fever, all he wanted to do was just snuggle and, like, lean on me and just wanted to yeah. be sweet. And he didn't give a fuck about his goddamn fucking granola bars or his fucking Elmo. or He just wanted to snuggle. And I remember, I thought, like, several times over the, the two days that he was, like, really, really sick. It wasn't scary. Like, it was just a fever. I mean, he, like... How really much nicer
0: fine. he was when he was sick? I just
1: kept thinking... I want you to be sick all the time. Can you all always have 102 fever? <laughs> you are a delight. You make me feel so good. I like this is unconditional. This is what unconditional love is.
0: That's, is need is a is a feverish child. Pain and need. Yeah. Pain and need is uh, yeah. Oh, wow. And I
1: think that's where it that says
0: something really bad about you and your fatherhood uh, instincts, right? Yeah.
1: Like, am I going to be yeah. the kind of dad that like I'm going to hurt him so he can come to me to feel better? Like, yeah, am I starting yeah. this abusive,
0: right? I don't know. You started the cycle, you know? It's like, you know, no, you, don't know, you we'll, know, well, it's, you know, now, now the, the, the compound is like, because Katie was sick. Did you feel the same way about Katie that no, you she, did about Harry? No,
1: God, no. Because she had like stomach bugs. So she was like pissing out of her ass and shitting out of her mouth. And ew, gross. No. So, so just
0: sick enough to want to cuddle with you is good, but actually sick, get the fuck away from me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The the window for
0: <laughs> my relationship
1: comfort is very uh-huh. narrow. It's a very it's, small, it, well, barely yeah, cracked that. window we, with a thick screen that, yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We
1: know. Um, but yeah, I just had to bring up the beard thing because since this is a visual or a, a an audio audible.
0: Medium? Audible audio audio, audio medium, medium? Audio. What the fuck yeah, it's an audio medium yeah. Jesus
1: um, I wanted to make sure that we talked about something that people can't see so that's
0: yeah because I think that's wonderful that's All right, good well, programming let's talk about things people that can see you wrote this this is <laughs> this was uh, you've just been I mean you've been on a tear plus the last couple of days and I'm not sure why but I have I have a <laughs> feeling why I I think I understand why you're reacting this way and I am not but I uh, we'll get to the theory this is what you wrote topic. And for those of you that are listening that don't know how we come up with topics is just during the week, we'll just throw out a topic for each other and we'll agree this is what we're going to talk about. You wrote, I'm torn between wanting to beat Trump and wanting Trump to win to prove a point, how goddamn stupid the Democratic Party and the woke is. Yeah. Talk about where that phrase came. Where where did that come from? What what is what is up your ass about this?
1: Um, I don't remember exactly what like why I was like, Oh, I need to text this is a topic. I don't remember what that moment was. But yeah. this is but something it was, that but it was definitely a moment it was of a moment, rage. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I mean, this has been kind of the theme in a lot of what we've talked about and what we've written about over the last You and I both three, really don't care too much years. for the woke. Yeah. Like and let's be clear we don't like Donald Trump we didn't vote for him we didn't fucking nope f- take him seriously we did not want him gone yeah never fucking liked the guy didn't la- didn't watch yeah. The Apprentice didn't fucking
0: like him in Home Alone 2 never no actually fucking... I take that back I loved The Apprentice oh I never watched it I watched that show before he became president I thought he was a hoot he was just an asshole on TV with a bunch of people that were sucking up to the asshole. That show was a really fun show to watch. Was,
1: there was I, I might have told this story before, um, but when I was still working in radio uh, and he, Trump started to come to prominence for- I, I don't, yeah. for whatever, for saying shit. For
0: whatever reason, yeah.
1: You know, you could, in, in commercial radio, I don't know what it was like for you at NPR, but I, I doubt this was the case. But in commercial radio, you can buy content. So
0: yeah, yeah, local, we don't do local radio stations NPR don't have to come do up that with that their,
1: their own shit. They can go to a content no, agency. I, take,
0: I actually take that back. We could because what we bought, but we could only buy from NPR.
1: Okay, yeah. So this so is like, there's I mean, like. We, yeah. There's just like it's creative agencies model, that like make up like, yeah.
0: and now it's time for the
1: wacky Wednesday wish, you know, or whatever the fuck sure, it is. Sure. And you just buy that yeah. segment. So Trump, I don't know, remember which company he was with, but Trump had a, I think it was a 60 second bit that he would do where he would just rant about whatever the topic yeah, was. Yeah, bloated about whatever yeah.
0: bullshit was.
1: And my radio station started using this and in the morning show they would run a 60 minute Donald or six excuse me 60 second Donald Trump bloviation and I remember telling my program director at the time why are we spending money on this if you want an idiot to just rant for 60 seconds I will do that for free
0: yeah like just yeah, yeah. give
1: me a 60 second uh time chunk and I will do that but he – and I was like, why are we paying this guy? He's not talking about anything. Who the fuck is he? Why does it – I mean, I knew who he was. But like why yeah. does it matter what Donald Trump thinks about
0: anything? You know, – all right. Here's – I have a theory about that uh, aside from his presidency is uh, – you remember Mike Daisy, right?
1: Um, No. He's a storyteller.
0: Mike Daisy was a storyteller that went on uh, this American life about his Apple story. And then we discovered to have made shit up. Okay. Yeah. When uh, I did the very first Liars Club or the not Liars Club, but uh, the Liars Contest that Scott Whitehair did years ago. Yeah. Yeah. um, I won, but I'm convinced that I won. And it was very interesting because none of the judges knew me personally. And what I did was I told a story. Then the story I told was sort of a... It was like a a spoof on Ira Glass and Steve Jobs and Mike Daisy and all this kind of stuff. But one of the things that's always stuck with me was I didn't use my voice when I told the story. And Mike Daisy, if you've ever listened to Mike Daisy, Mike Daisy (laughs) talks like this. He is very theatrical, and he's got sort of this tone and pacing that he does. And so that's how I told the story. Right. Right. And so there's a part of me, there's a part of me that believes that Donald Trump, at least it before he became president, before we all decided to polarize and hate or not hate that kind of thing. Yeah. But in the early days, there's a certain tone in the way he says things that if you were to read one of those, those 60 seconds rants yeah, as David Himmel wouldn't stick the same way as if That's fair. Donald yeah. Donald I don't do a good Donald Trump <laughs> I do my good good Mike Daisy but that was what I always I've always come away with is that the voice that the tone that the the delivery of what is said somehow makes it more compelling and I as much as I dislike on almost every fucking level Donald Trump
1: yeah
0: if I didn't if I couldn't stand to hear what he's saying now, I know that in the days of The Apprentice, listening to him bloviate to these fucking idiots that were trying to curry his favor for this fucking reality TV show, just hearing him say it was enough for me to go, I'm, I'm listening, because that's there's something cool about it. He's got a delivery that while we make fun of now, at the time, was just like, "Yeah, nobody talks like this. Nobody sounds like this. Like this, but him,
1: and the and the argument, of course. I mean, the obvious thing is that it works perfectly fine on a stupid sixty second radio bit. When you're as not dumb the dumb as fucking
0: I, president of the United when States, you're not the yeah. pres-
1: right? It doesn't translate yeah. well. So anyway, so
0: where does it come from? Yeah, where you want to you want to you want to beat I, Trump, or you want him to win? What point do you want to prove to the woke if 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 Donald Trump wins? Well, let, yeah. Let let's go on this discovery journey. Uh, let's go on this discovery journey. January
1: 2017, I think we were both convinced that he was going to win another
0: 4 years. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, it in 2021, like the, the thing <laughs> is, I'm still I still think he's going to win another I think he's still going to win in 2020. I, I, yeah. I do too. So, I mean, he is I don't like it, but I, I think, think it's that, probably likely.
1: I think now he has done like anybody that votes people that voted for Trump in 2016, I I understand why they voted for him. They didn't like Hillary. They hated the, the liberals. They, But now, like, even if you still hate the liberals and you still fucking hate Hillary or whatever the fuck, um, whatever. or you hated Obama and you hate the, the old white guy that used to work for the black fella, you know, sure. <laughs> it's now going to get it. Whatever your stupid fucking racist, sexist reasons are.
0: I don't vote- think they're all fucking sexist or racist They're not all. but They're not i think all, i think there is i think there is a strong percentage it's a small percentage of very vocal yeah. sexist and racists yeah i think to paint everybody as a sexist and racist falls into the critical race theory problem that is erroneous and is painting anybody it's 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 well, hyper religious it's hyper cultist and i'm just not going to buy it I right, don't, i'm that's, just not going to buy it that's part of the reason that i
1: want to prove that that I want that point to be proven by Trump getting elected again that uh, you know the, the the left and a big chunk of the left some louder than others some worse than others uh, you know have been shaming it and they're all like well they're all racist and they're all they're all sexist and they're all you know and and they're not they're not all
0: and well, that's thing about it part is of the problem not only they're not all but it's not a it's not even a big portion a lot of, of the them. Left. A
1: lot of people voted it's for not, Trump. It is
0: a tiny slice of the most vocal of the left. This right. is where we're. This is where social media has skewed. Yeah. Our perception of each other is that we believe that all Republicans and all people of conservative bias are racist, are sexist, hate abortion, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and they think that all liberals are intersectional and in identity politics and. While it sounds that way, that is not reality. It's the squeakiest wheels getting the grease or, or the, that's exactly right. Or the cable news show. I mean, that's, well, the media, the media promotes it because it's, 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 if it bleeds, it leads, you know? And so they're going for, I was having this conversation the other day at work, uh, uh, because yes, I am still going into the casino, even though it's just me and some security officers and some engineers, because we're doing a lot of cleanup and it's fine. Um, I'm not exposing myself to the corona. Um <laughs> unless it's corona beer that's expiring and I have to get rid of an order more for my bar, but whatever. Hey, that's a um, funny topical joke. Good job. <laughs> um, I'm not a comedian and I never have a claim to be one. Um but we were having that conversation about media and why media jumps on this kind of stuff. And the thing about it is, is in the age of Twitter, it's always been the case. And I mean, this is as long as there's been media. Yeah, this is before television. This is is the scoop is what you want. Yeah. Well, with Twitter, there's no scoop. You if you want to get it, you got to scoop it. And one of the things that I've noticed, more than more than anything else, is is that. What is trending on Twitter has become news. I know. Here's I the hate that. Here's I the problem. Here's the problem that. with that is that any asshole, any fucking dipshit can get on the internet and say, Joe Biden is a rapist. Yeah. And then that starts to trend. And then MSNBC says it's trending on Twitter that Joe Biden's a racist, right. which most people <laughs> hear that Joe Biden's a racist. There's no basis for it. It's just, okay, yeah, they, we're, we're, All we're doing is reporting what social media says. But what social media says is Hillary Clinton cut people's throats in Pizzagate. It's bullshit. Right. You know, and, and uh, so I've, I've really found myself, and this is the difference between, I think, you and I, is you're still in Chicago. Yeah. And in Chicago, I'm sort of, I'm solidly left of center. But I'm not fully, fully left, right, in Chicago. Right. I'm left of center, and if you're left in Chicago, you think I'm a fucking libertarian, which you're wrong, but okay. Right, in right. In Las Vegas, oh. I'm the left, my yeah. friend. Yep. Because Chicago is firmly left, and Las Vegas is tentatively left. We're tentatively blue. It's a much more even... There's, it's about a 50-50 proposition
1: here. When I was living in Las Vegas, my, I ended up, my, my leftness ended, ended mm. and landed me in libertarianism. Like that's yeah, how, yeah. that's how I, I, different that's it is in, 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 from Vegas it's to Chicago. How, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that, you know, I mean, people voted for Trump in 2016 for a, a thousand reasons. Um, I, I, I've got friends and family members that voted for him, not because... I mean, take Hillary out of it. They were. It was just like his economics. They're like, well, he's yeah. a good businessman, which is fucking, which is not, not true. true. But okay, fine. <laughs> they liked the way he was talking about the tax structure more than Hillary, and I get that. If that's your thing, or there was the the pro life, you know, anti abortion side of it. And there's everybody's okay, got a uh, uh,
0: everybody's got to cross but their. But now,
1: bearing, yeah. Trump has broken. The it's not entirely his fault, but he sure as shit was the one getting the wood and finding gasoline with this coronavirus thing, uh to destroy the economy. Uh nobody has benefited from his tax breaks that in, in, in our world, unless you're because I know nobody, none of these people that I'm talking about are, you know, Boeing or any of the fucking billionaires that, that yeah, benefit yeah, from this yeah. stuff. Um and seeing the way that he handles this shit and seeing how he's lied. I mean, like blatant lying that has
0: co- literally I mean, cost lives. Like he's lied the entire the time, is, this, right? This guy is so guy obvious, has, and it's hurting people he's so lied, much. He's lied, he's lied, or had mistruths, or has promoted conspiracy theories, or has uh, painted certain things completely erroneously. Mm. Like at least ten times a fucking day for every day he's been president. I right. mean, it's it's it's. And I had that conversation the other day with. A couple of my uh guys that I work with that are very definitely pro-Trump. Yeah. And my perspective is, you know, I'm not gonna that's the thing is I don't even argue with these guys. I just go, yeah, my 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 the worst thing is that he is a master manipulator, he's a liar. And, and the thing is he does I don't think Donald Trump lies because he wants to tell lies. I think it's very on purpose. I think it's very focused because he's pretty smart about the fact that he doesn't just lie. He's always got a justification. He can always back it up with, I heard this from this person. The problem, and that's what I said the other day, is like the biggest problem with Donald Trump is, first of all, I want somebody, it's the president to be smarter than me. Yeah. And that is not the case with Donald Trump. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, But I also want somebody that's smart enough to surround himself with people that are fucking morons. And he has surrounded himself in his thing. And that's... If, if anything he can say is guilty when it comes to the coronavirus is that he decided because his, you know, his hurt response to being compared to Obama is let's get rid of anybody that's an expert and put in fucking assholes and idiots like Pompeo and DeVos and put them in power, put them around him. Well, of course he doesn't have any good information because right. they're fucking morons. Yeah. I want somebody that's smart enough to know I'm not the smartest guy in the room and I'm going to put people that are smarter than me to give me good advice. That's what a good president does. That's what a good governor does. I love Governor Spicy Sisolak here in Nevada Yeah, because he's got, I mean, because any governor or president isn't going to know everything. But right. he's got a fucking team that knows what they're fucking talking about. He takes their information and then crafts his message. I think that's the way you do it. I think the same thing for Pritzker. Pritzker's got great advisors. Yeah. That's what you do when you're in that position. And Donald Trump doesn't do that. It's funny. I um I love this Sislac is, is
1: governor. I knew him when he was the uh, board of regents for UNLV, and okay. I would I would just call him Hey Regent Steve. because I'd like to I love this. I guy. like to bring them down Spicy. level or two. Uh, spicy
0: sisalak yeah yeah. um the
1: trump's lies trump's all all of his idiocy the trump presidency um has it hurt people yeah has it empowered people to go after gays and jews and you know like all yeah 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 yeah. yeah, it it has has he destroyed the country like we all thought he was gonna do on january 21st whatever the fuck
0: it was nobody with any kind of real sense of 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 Reality thought he was going to destroy the country, and anybody that's saying that he's right. going to destroy the country is a fucking idiot.
1: Well, but this is the point that I'm that I'm. Th- this is the whole the whole thing is that now Trump's stupid little fucking lies and all of his weird dumb bullshit around this this uh, pandemic is hurting. All of us, and all of is us, going yes. to continue to hurt
0: us this for months, inc- years. His incompetence has completely fucked us, and in, it's in ways not, that we are not even prepared to deal with yet. And
1: it's not just the minorities, the Browns, and the gays, and the it's Jews that, that are, you know, getting getting hurt. It's it's his own people because they're bathed it's in the blood everybody. of Jesus, and they're too fucking stupid. They're like, well, the president says it's fine. Yeah. So my so I want to go
0: back. Yeah. Why? is there it like i said so trump needs torn, to go right trump I'm needs torn to go between wanting to beat trump and wanting trump to win to prove a point what's the point that we've established you have now effectively yeah. established that you think trump should not win yeah. so what is the point you want trump's win to prove in 2020 because that is curious
1: that the march that the left that we, they, I don't even know, like, I don't even know where I sit in this thing, which again, going back to early 2017, this is exactly where you and I sat for almost yeah. four years ago, is we don't know where we belong in this now. Right away, yeah, yeah. we don't, I mean, Jesus, I think it was one of the first things that I was writing for Littered Ape was my yeah. trip to Washington, D.C. for the Women's March. Yeah, I don't know where I belong on this anymore, in this anymore. I don't know which side I'm on. So, yeah. Um, but my point is that for the last three and a half years, if he wins again, which he probably will, it's because we've been doing it wrong. We've and, and we've nominated yes. the wrong people. We've been saying the wrong things in the wrong way. We've not been listening at all. We've been we've just we've been doing everything wrong because I in in the early days of the Trump presidency. Or even before, in twenty in, at the end of twenty sixteen, after the election, my thinking was the only person in the world that could have lost to Donald Trump is Hillary Clinton because she fucked it up so bad and she was so polarizing to begin with. See, her see, fault or not? Don't,
0: you and I have had that. that, I, that we don't need to get into that. We've think, spent too much time think, on that. Yeah, but it, it, she was. She was. It, her dislikability, I mean, I'm talking because uh, uh, I, I get it. I'm talking yeah. to these guys. And these guys in my office, and they're very pro-Trump. I mean, they're not very pro-Trump. They're willing to admit he's kind of an asshole. Mm -hmm. But when I bring up, when we have those conversations, it is inevitable, and I don't bring it up. Yeah. It is inevitable that at some point, one of my two guys, and one's sort of, uh, he is uh, no college degree, casino manager, um... Restaurant manager at one point, probably forty-five, and one is probably I think he's sixty-three, and he's had successful businesses in Arizona sports bars and all this kind of stuff, right? So I'm having these convers, and he actually has a picture from the Chamber of Commerce of Arizona with he, and a picture of he and Bill Clinton, right? I mean, on his wall, like a like you know this kind of thing. So you know, got these two guys, yeah. Inevitably, they're outright hatred of Hillary Clinton comes out.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, We have arguments, I mean, and it's not big arguments, because I don't really argue with them that much, but it is that she is a criminal, (laughs) that she, I mean, you know, I just, just literally, just yesterday, I'm talking about it, and one of my guys brings up the 30,000 emails. And I said, does it bother you that- when I said, Christ. "Does it bother you that almost everybody in Washington is using their own private email for this?" Yeah, but they're thirty thousand; they're gone. It's, I went, well, okay, yeah. So you know, it's so right. so these right. that's these are the people that love Donald Trump. It's not that they love Donald Trump; it's that they fucking they hate, hate us. The, yeah, they hate us. They and hate that they don't
1: hate Hillary. They hate us. Right. They hate us, and we've done nothing but make them hate us more. And exactly. Here's so when you when you first teed this up, this topic, I thought you were going to come at me about I, I've been writing or commenting a lot about the Jewish religion and like Holy Week and like whatever. so I yeah, I thought you were going to bring that up. and I've long nope. said that part of the reason part of my frustration with the Jewish people is that they, their whole religion their whole religion is based on nobody likes us, right?
0: Yeah. Nobody likes us. (laughs) Um, We're better. We're better. There's an arrogance to it. Yeah.
1: And and if you look at it, it's like, well, what have you done to make them like you? And I'm not victim blaming here. I don't... Or at least I don't mean to victim blame. But... Then you set up all these rules to say, like, we're better than you. We're the chosen people. And, oh, and by the way, God didn't fucking say that because man wrote the fucking Bible, you idiots. You know? So, like, you've, 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 you've lived in your own little neighborhoods. You made your own little business world. You didn't bring anybody in. And then you got pissed when everyone was like, well, get them the fuck out of here. We don't want... Like, you're just... It's just the other side of the, of the same coin of, of the other Right? Yeah. Yeah. With, it's a cap, all about with a capital O. With a capital O, And yeah. I think that the left, the reason, the point that I want to make, because I, I don't want Donald Trump to win.
0: Yeah, nobody does. Well, I mean, they'll actually, I about half the country yeah. does, but whatever.
1: But I'm afraid that he needs to win again so that the left can go, oh, we need to, we fucked up twice now and See, my but the then thing. my skip my it's fear not, is that we're not it's gonna, not gonna learn. work we're not gonna well, learn thing
0: is, that's, the reason it's not gonna work is the same way it's one of the things that i thought was very interesting is uh we have two guys here in vegas like i said uh, i told you earlier when we weren't recording is that i've been following twitter mainly because i've got two guys um in the las vegas world las vegas locally which is a twitter mm-hmm. account and vital vegas mm-hmm. and they're both incredibly knowledgeable. They're both like insiders and they get really good inside information. So they're pretty good at predicting what's going to fucking happen in Vegas long before anybody else knows it. And so I really like that. But what's really interesting about it is that the Literally literally Locks Vegas guy, who I don't know who that person is. It might be a woman, but I think it's a guy, um, is very much... Social distance. Fucking don't open the fucking goddamn casinos. Do not open Vegas up until we're ready. Take this shit seriously. And Scott Mosher, who's the the guy for Vital Vegas, is sort of like this is an overreaction. You got to be fucking. He quotes like the Daily Wire and Fox News a lot. And so I don't know if he's a full on Republican or if he's just sort of like you're killing my industry. Whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Um. It's very interesting that the people who have denied that this is a serious issue, that they're still saying the coronavirus is just like the fucking flu. Those (laughs) people, if the social distancing and the the self-lockdowns and all this kind of stuff, if it works, then they're going to claim it was never serious. Right. I know. And and it's the same thing about the woke when it comes to Donald Trump is that they say their stances – The fucking country's totally racist and sexist. And you are all sexist and racist. And then if Donald Trump wins, then they say, see, we told you. And if Donald Trump loses, they say, see, what we said worked. It's a shitty double standard that they've created for themselves. It's an ugly sort of like, if... We're strident and angry and we're shitty and we talk down to you and we scold you for believing what you believe. And if we don't win, it's because you're all scumbags. And that's a really shitty, awful position to take. So I understand where you come from. I do not want to prove the point to the woke. I can forgive a fuck about the woke. And I think here's the difference. You live in Chicago. I live in Las Vegas. You still read the Twitter and the fucking Facebook feeds of the fucking woke. I have culled them from my fucking feeds. I don't hear their shit at all, so it does yeah. not affect me. Yeah, I've ignored them entirely, just like I ignore the fucking KKK and white supremacists. I've gotten rid of them when I see it in my feed. Block. I've
1: I've gotten better at unfollowing. I haven't blocked anybody, but unfollowed because it's. Just oh, like, I block people yeah. like
0: it's going on a fucking style.
1: And I think I mean I. Here's the other, the other the other thing of it is that I know, I don't know for sure because what the fuck do I know? Yeah, um, yeah we can't yeah. predict the future, and, and we don't know what history will reveal the right side of it. All blah, that bullshit. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But I I I I believe I I think that if Donald Trump wins again, and I go, well, fuck, I've been calling it since 2016. This was going to happen. And yeah,
0: you have we learn learned record. our
1: lesson yet? We're yeah. not going to learn our lesson.
0: No, we're not going to learn our lesson. Nope.
1: It's, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know what the fuck, here's the thing about the whole COVID-19 is that not only do the, the scariest thing about the disease is, yeah, it's deadly. Yeah. It spreads fucking quickly, but we don't know what the fuck it's doing. And, well, and see, this I, I wasn't, the thing well, is, I was gonna add, like, I, I, yeah. I wasn't old enough, um, when, when like the, when AIDS first, became a thing yeah, right like I was, I was right there in the early 90s was when i start when i learned about it and it was still a thing like magic johnson in 1990 mm-hmm. 90 or 91 um and that was like my first moment of oh there's like this huge thing happened i just remember like i don't know if i don't remember the timeline exactly but i just remember in in the early 90s when i was like a junior high kid aids was a thing and
0: we knew what it they was. Still, we knew how it was by the, transferred. By the way, I just want to point out in terms of our, and I just want to throw this in and I'll yeah. let you continue, is that uh, 40 years later, and this is, I think, very relevant considering COVID-19, Yeah. 40 years later, we still have not found a cure for HIV. Well,
1: right. Here's why you won't find just a cure for it. it. Because a cure
0: for a virus doesn't exist. Because a virus can mutate. We have not found a way for it to mitigate. We have not found a solid mitigation can, for HIV. Well, we can... Forty years later, we can't cure that disease. But you can live with it now. It's not a death... It's no longer
1: a death sentence, is the, is uh, the no, trope, it's and a, it's true.
0: No, actually, actually, it's still a death sentence for a lot of people. We don't talk about it because HIV we don't want to talk about it. HIV now, yes, it th- is. there's...
1: No, it's not. There are drugs now that you can take to manage well, your HIV, yes. so it doesn't turn into AIDS. AIDS is so still kind of a death yeah, sentence. Yeah, it
0: doesn't turn into AIDS. We we still have not figured out AIDS. Right, we're going to find out. You know, and the thing about it is, if if you've got HIV and you get COVID nineteen, you're just going to die. It's just what's going to happen. Yeah, you've got a, 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 a yeah. Um. Well, but so, I mean, so i i have got to, a I've got continue, a friend continue. who continue. lives in Las Vegas who's aid, got
1: yet. who's got HIV and he's living perfectly fine. He just. Yeah, it's touch and go, and it's scary, and you have to be really careful with shit. But yeah. it's no lo- in 1991, it was, you get HIV, there's a you're really dying. good fucking yeah. chance you're going to get AIDS, and AIDS will kill you. Yeah, yeah. But still, even in the 90s, the early 90s, there was still a lot of mist. We knew a shit ton, but there was still a lot of mystery around things. So I wonder if yeah. in the late 70s and early 80s, when it was a huge mystery in the way that COVID-19 is right now... Yeah, that's the to me. That's the scariest thing is how we don't know what the fuck this thing is going to do. Not only to, not only just like the the virus itself. Will it become a mutating virus? Because right now it's not. But we've seen like at first it was like just people over seventy need to be worried about it. Oh, now kids, now babies are
0: dying. Now babies are
1: dying. Now kids are like, and then so what does that mean to it from the scientific disease perspective? But then how is that going to affect our economy and just our, our future at all? Like, we don't fucking know, and that's the scariest thing. And the idea that Donald Trump could get reelected, an idiot who knows fuck all about the most basic goddamn things, because I believe because we, the left, fucked it
0: up the last four years— well, it's because and made them hate reli- us even more. It's this they will vote religiosity against their own fucking religiosity. It's this ideological purity. It's this yeah. fucking. Let's look for any like tiny little. It's why I don't like the Bernie bots. It's not that I don't like Bernie. I like Bernie. I'm, Think I'm, I'm actually saying Bernie bummed. bots instead of
1: Bernie Bros because I feel like yeah because they're, they're, they're not yeah. Bernie Bros. They're Bernie bots. Yes. Is what they are Thank in my you. opinion.
0: Yeah. And and the reason I don't like the Bernie bots is that they want to argue the minutia of theory rather than pragmatic worldview. Right. And they, they're going to come at you and argue with you. If you don't agree 100% with their critical race theory, with their socialist dogma, there's no compromise with the Bernie bots. The thing about it is that's not Bernie Sanders. He's not that guy. I mean, <laughs> he's, he, he has been fighting for the same shit, but he's also willing to kind of find, I mean, you know, you can find some common ground. He's not a, he's not a complete fucking, Ideologue, and know. I think the Bernie bots are either real people or they're bots. That's why I call them Bernie bots because I don't know if I, I know some people that are actually real. Well, but I mean, hell, look, the, love him, the, the bots have to be
1: born of real people anyway. So they—it's <laughs> just true. You know, the sins of the I father. I had an
0: online, I had an online, your argument the other day about uh, the guy who was calling Joe Biden a rapist, and I said, you know, maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but right now your opinion doesn't convict him. So how about understand that that's not very responsible and it's kind of ignorant to start throwing that out this soon if you believe her i don't believe her i wrote a piece last right. week i do not believe her if there's an investigation and i'm proven wrong i will be the first to admit i was wrong yeah i don't think i am but my opinion doesn't exonerate him for the same no. reason that somebody wants to go online saying he's a rapist convicts no, it does him.
1: convict him right right
0: you know and you know, but we went back and forth but at one point I I just kind of clicked his name cuz I've had, I've had a couple of online discussions we'll call them discussions sure. but they're really arguments and I noticed you love well, your he,
1: online arguments I know you I say do. you don't but you he fucking joined, it's it's uh,
0: well, as long as I keep my cool flies I'm good. to honey man I, yeah you know but uh, he joined Facebook in 2009 there's only like two pictures on there and I went I don't know if you're a real person. So I pointed. So, well, no, I pointed it out. I said, I'll be honest with you. I don't actually know if you're a real person. And (laughs) his excuse was, well, my privacy settings are pretty intense. You can ask him. This was the friend that he was on. Ask him if I'm real. I went, that's fine. I'll go with the privacy settings. I'm just making a point. I'm looking at your thing. He goes, well, you're stalking my profile. I said, no, not really stalking. Just check it out to see if you're a fucking bot, and I still am not convinced you're not. Jesus Christ, this sounds like a lot of time spent. How old are you? What are you, 54? I'm 54 years... Dude, it's coronavirus quarantine. I got nothing but time on my hands. Fuck off. I guarantee
1: it. By the time you're 60, you're going to be picking fights with plastic bags on the street.
0: I do that already. I mean... (laughs) Well, not plastic bags, but like highway pylons, those orange pylons. Oh, yeah. I fucking will get into a oh. big argument. I'll punch. You can punch the shit out of those things, Dude, man.
1: No, but in all fairness, all of
0: them, all of those things,
1: they're all fucking dicks. Yeah, they're are dicks. They are fucking assholes.
0: They're dicks. They just stand in the way and get in your way. And oh, like the, look at me. I'm going to stop your car. Yeah. I'm going to stop you from walking past this Fuck wet you. thing. Fuck, Fuck you. You fucking you pylon dick. Uh, Six things.
1: Well, I was just going to, this one last thing oh, okay. I just, just got to say is when we talk about <laughs> like the woke and the left, I, I it's gotten to a point where I look forward as a re, I look forward to as a respite spending time with the conservative side of my family with my in-law grand, grandfather who says some he's laughing but like does he really mean it i don't know i don't fucking care but his his weird sexist kind of racist kind of dumb fucking like idiot remarks i welcome those as a respite from the absolute certainty stridency of the fucking woke friends that are emergency contacts for my son over the over the grandparent like i trust them with my son's life but I don't want to hear them fucking talk because. Talk. Shut the fuck up! You sound like an. You, you sound like Donald Trump. You know everything, and you don't know shit.
0: All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week.
1: Uh, it's my first thing is a watch. It's on HBO. Uh, this is an adaptation. It's I believe it's a seven parts uh, miniseries. Um, from Philip Roth's novel, The Plot Against America, that's on HBO called The Plot Against America. Um, the- it's a fir- brilliant book. It's a brilliant book. I haven't read the book, but I'm- the I've never dove into Philip Roth, uh, because I'm anti-Semitic, but I'm going to, and this is- an He's a great to do writer. So. Yeah.
0: God damn, that guy rocks. Yeah.
1: No, and like, yeah. all kidding aside, like he, I've, I've never really absorbed him the way that I, I want to now. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But what's interesting about, well, so first of all, the the, the first episode was kind of hard to watch. It felt like a network sitcom pilot, you know, where they're okay. like awkward, like, here's the defining characteristics. I mean, you know, it just felt like that clunky Here thing. are
0: the Jews.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it very, second second episode, it's like, oh, we're off and running. Okay, cool. Fine. Okay. Um, But yeah, for those of you who aren't, if you're not familiar with it, just real quickly, it's... In, it's 1940. Roosevelt, FDR, is up for re-election. He runs against uh, um, Jesus Lindbergh, Charles Lindbergh. Charles Lindbergh, and yes. Lindbergh wins. Yep. And Lindbergh is a he's anti-Semitic, Nazi, Nazi, Sythi- Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. Yeah. He was always a Nazi sympathizer.
0: Yeah. And, what, and, a Nazi and like a, it yeah.
1: really reflects what's going on it's today. What if
0: FDR hadn't won? Yeah. yeah. What and if FDR hadn't won? It's it's, it's a one if episode but of like, Marvel. What's really yeah.
1: interesting is like the idea because the, the whole thing is that, that Lindbergh in the book and in the show, Lindbergh's campaign is it's a it's a vote for Roosevelt or a vote for war. Or, no, wait, it's a vote for yeah. war or a vote for Lindbergh. So yeah, because Lindbergh wanted to stay out of the war, that was the whole thing. And yeah, you know, we have history in hindsight to show us that. Roosevelt was right, and going to war to stop the Nazis was the right thing to do, of course. But without that hindsight, without that context, you know, avoiding you war is go a very good, like, the
0: arguments, they, it's, it's really, it's, it's good shit. It's a lot Phil of fun Broth to watch, yeah. Phil is a great writer, yeah. and, I, and I look forward to it. All right, my, my first thing is similar, uh, not not at all uh, about that, but on Amazon Prime, um, there is a, a show, and Dana is very, it's very rare for Dana to go, I want to watch this Episodic TV. Yeah. It's not her jam. Yeah. Not her jam. Um, and she said, I want to watch Tales from the Loop. Okay. It's got Jonathan Price. It's uh, Amazon Prime. It's based on a Swedish artist's uh, paintings of sort of like rural 1950s America with sort of sci-fi elements that look like they would have created it in the 1950s. Mm. Okay. Um, it's really it's, I mean, I, I know this probably isn't a great selling point to people that really love some It's really quite fucking lovely and melancholy. Hmm. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but I'll give you an example. It's basically, it's set in this town, Mercer, Ohio, it looks like it's 1950s, but if you look at the production design, all the cars are like mid to mid to late 60s, early 70s. Ah, their set designer and the, comp- wasn't too young. And the computer, not a good, the, not a history computer, buff. <laughs> the computer, no, no, it's right. It's on purpose, because like all the computing technology is from the 80s. Like All their computers look like fucking Mac classics. So oh, like okay. So it's sort of timeless, and the idea is oh, that gotcha. underneath okay. the town is this, place called the loop and it's like a a, a, it's like an industrial plant for science fiction miracle making okay and i don't want to give anything away but i will say like to give an example like there's one episode where this girl finds what looks like a fucking thermos I mean, it looks like a 1950s sci-fi thermos. Like, if you were in 1950 and you said, what's a sci-fi thermos going to look like? This is what it looks like. Something from the Jetsons or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's got, got like, two silver rings that you can pop off and put on his bracelets and a great big fucking on-off switch, like an obvious kind of almost comical on-off switch. She can't get it to work. She takes it apart, realizes it needs a fuse. She finds a fuse from, you know, another sci-fi moment, puts it in there, and when she turns it on and she's wearing the bracelet, all time stops. All time stops, except for her because she's wearing the bracelet. Whoa! And she gets to navigate the world with everybody frozen in place. Well, of course, when you're paying attention, the voiceover at the beginning is her talking about that first Moment in time when you fall in love, yeah, and how that moment always passes, yeah. So she gives a second bracelet to a boy that she's fallen in love with, and so now they live in a world where everything but themselves is frozen, and you get to see how it pans out. It is not like Star Wars, Star Trek, sort of like, oh, here's the action. This is really very lovely and melancholy, and it's sort of like It's like emo sci-fi. It is like emo (laughs) sci-fi. And I absolutely it's called Tales from the Loop. It's on Amazon Prime. I can't recommend it enough. I might get stoned
1: and watch that tonight. It's quite good. It's quite fucking good. Okay. Um so on the topic of uh like spinning off from your wife Dana, not like Dana's kind of like a not a averse but doesn't dive into the technology she here's my point she strikes me as a Fran Leibowitz type okay, okay yes absolutely right? yeah she does a book and i think that's and i think she'd take that as a great compliment sure yeah. um so my next thing is a read and i i, I want to thank um uh, Carrie, Jesus, Carrie Castor, for she posted on Facebook this this link it's to a New Yorker story. It's so good. Story. I knew
0: exactly where you were going. It's, it's, it's so, just, so, it's so light and fun funny. and stupid.
1: So it's it's the New Yorker.com. Uh, the story is called "Fran Levowitz is not leaving New York," and it's just q yes. and A Q&A with with Leibowitz. And it's oh, she's hilarious. So fucking it's funny. Fucking she's hilarious. so sarcastic and wonderful. And she talks about my one of my favorite things is because you said something earlier in this conversation about Donald Trump being stupid. And she says something about how Ronald yeah. Reagan, <laughs> Ronald Reagan was the country's first stupid president. That was when we were like, yes. oh, before that, we didn't know that a president could be stupid.
0: But yeah. the, he like
1: set them, and I'm very loosely paraphrasing, but like set yeah, the yeah. mold for it. But it's just, it's a really fun. Uh, she's wonderful. Like, she got, she's funny. She's so funny. And she's cynical, but in the most like optimistic way, strangely, it's. She she's what I want want to be, and I think what I would have become at some you know at age sixty nine, which she's sixty nine years old. Yeah. If I hadn't got like if I had stayed single, if I had stayed single and true to myself. (laughs) Oh Jesus Christ! I would have become a less
0: successful Fran Lebowitz. I think. All right. So you love Fran (laughs) Lebowitz. I'm going to throw out my second thing is, and this will cause some controversy. Um. You can't get it through any major thing. You have to go to his website and you have to buy it. It is 7.99. God. If you go to louisck.com, <laughs> he has a new special called Sincere- Sincerely Louis CK. It is fucking funnier than shit. It's funny, it's as edgy as you know him to be. He talks a little bit about the about the masturbation thing and it is all I can say is it is absolutely worth the 8 bucks you pay. Um, and, uh, Louis CK is just as funny, pre than, th- th- maybe funnier in his own way than he was, uh, because now he's a little more, he's no longer sort of like the darling of everyone. He's got an ax to grind. Yeah. He didn't spend a lot of time on the ax, but he's still just as self-deprecating and it is one of the, it, it's just fucking funny. Sincerely, Louis CK. You can go to louisck.com. And buy it for seven ninety nine. I recommend. And if you don't buy it, Trump wins. <laughs> I think you should read the Annie Leibovitz, uh thing and then watch Louis C K. and feel conflicted about yourself. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> there's there's your Sophie's choice. Like, do, I, do we let Trump thing, win or yeah. do
1: we bu- spend eight bucks on Louis C.K.'s new thing? Yeah. Anyway, I say I say
0: buy the Louis C K.
1: Uh, so my my last thing to do this week is listen to some John Prine. Uh, John yeah. Prine was us like a kind of under the radar singer songwriter from Chicago Land, um, mm-hmm. and he died on Tuesday, I think, last week. Yeah, um, just jump on Spotify, whatever the however you listen to music, just pick up any John Prine and just give it a listen. Um, I don't know man, like he's inspired so many. people Country music stars and so much pop music and pop culture and yeah, he was a gorgeous uh, human
0: being with a great, great, just great, yeah, great yeah. artist. My final third thing is I want you to go to https. Yes, I'm actually spelling it out. Don't do this. What are you doing? Colon hashtag hashtag not to be trusted. Pers- perceptiongap.us. dot us. The fuck. It is. A, this is an. This is a website. It's called the Perception Gap, and what it talks about is how. We as liberals think that there are far more Republicans that are anti-freedom and anti-freedom of thought. And It really basically is a study and allows you to participate in the study that indicates that the most strident woke and the most strident white supremacists are in the minority in this country that most of us agree on most shit, but we have what they call the perception gap where we seem to think like you and I could go, yeah, Republicans think this and the woke think this, and we're probably overestimating it. It's probably a lot less than you think. It's a really, and there's a lot of stuff in there. I highly recommend you read it. I highly recommend you take the test to see where your bias lies
1: there, it's good. There is a uh, so I've just visited the website. Thank you for giving me that yeah, that link you URL. Um there's at the in the in the net in the navigation bar there's the Perception Gap Quiz. Uh, and just so you know dear listener, take the quiz. Just type in perceptiongap.us. You don't have to deal with all the old man https colon uh-huh. swollen colon slash whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I perception. didn't say swollen. But you're you're 54. It's you're colon swollen. I didn't say... I no, not at all. Your prostate is. Nope.
0: Really? Nope. It didn't feel that way. It felt a little. It felt a little. Well, you know, but that's but to say you you the, the thing is, you thought you were fingering my butthole. Actually, you were just sticking your hand between my legs and feeling my balls. So you know, you never actually got the butthole.
1: Huh? How about that?
0: Those aren't pillows. Yeah. All right, that's. Like...
1: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and that's all right, the that show. Is the show. Stay safe out there. Uh, listen, read, subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, but yeah, stay safe and vote for Louis C.K. in November.
0: There you go. I will. <laughs> you can listen to the Literate Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon.
1: For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.